Well, welcome everybody. Welcome to the All About It podcast. I'm Bennett. I'm here with my my wife Arielle. Hi, everyone. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thanks. You didn't ha- you didn't have to. But you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have. Welcome to our living room. Uh, that's where we're we're that's the All About It studios <laughs> is currently in our living room right now. I'm like swaddled in nine blankets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she looks very very comfortable. Um, you know, we we wouldn't have it any other way. We're so excited for you to join us. Uh, so excited. You know, this this whole show, this All About It show, it's it's been a long time coming. Yeah. We've talked about it and talked about it for a very, very long time. Yeah, we've been flirting with different ideas. Blowing kisses at it. Yeah. Trying to think about it, maybe. Yeah. Nah, maybe not sleep on it. I don't know. I had a podcast once upon a time, the Kicking a Tough podcast. Um, it was, you know, nothing to, you know, write home about, but... Um, you know, through that to now, the idea of having a podcast together, it's always been a cool idea we wanted to do, and we decided to push the button and just, why not? It's yeah. new, new year. Get that baby new going. New podcast, to this. Yeah. So the All About It podcast. Ariel, why don't you tell them what it's all about? Well, we're going to be telling stories, answering your questions, hopefully soliciting some advice that you didn't maybe ask for at all, but... We are here to guide you guidance with the things that maybe we've learned, learned, and we're going to be learning along the way too. A little bit. Yeah. Perhaps one day the student might become the teacher. Hopefully. Wax on and, and wax off. <laughs> so that's perfect. That's, I, I couldn't have done it any better. I think that you maybe could because you're quite eloquent and my speech is... I like you. I like you. I like you. <laughs> Great. So... The, the whole point of this show, well, there's actually several points. We're mm-hmm. like a porcupine. We got so many points Ew, going on. I don't, we got a lot of points. That visual is just... Let's, let's, we'll leave that out. Okay. But, you know, <laughs> I, I feel like the most important thing, we want to we tell some of our success stories because we're just, we're just normal people. You know, we're, we're really, there's nothing special about us. I mean, we're, we're great. Uh, Ariel's great. I love her. Hey, you're, you're my wife. You're special. I love you. I love you too. But deep down, we all know... You know, nobody's really like special like that. We all just, we get to where we get to because we work really hard and you got something inside you that's driving you. You got, you got a thing. Yeah. And, and the more, and yeah. We'll talk about goals and aspirations moving forward. And before we hop into our main discussion, why don't we introduce ourselves a little bit? Sounds great. I think that sounds good. Sounds great. <laughs> we live in Oceanside, California north of san diego love it we love it here love it been here for a long time same block for like eight years yeah we are so lucky to live in this neighborhood it's grown a lot since we moved here in 2010 it's 2019 back in the old days 2010 yeah (laughs) the train still came by and it was still just as loud we have this family business as we call it it's like the baby for now is mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, we don't have any pets. Uh, right. Shout out to people with pets. I want to be your friend. Ariel wants to be your friend. We want to be friends with your pets. Mm-hmm. We love being friends with uh, animals, yeah. uh, especially that don't belong to us because then we get all the mm-hmm. benefits of like the playtime and mm-hmm. um, and then we get to walk away. Yeah, shenanigans ensue. And That's kind of how I feel about uh, some babies, but I'm warming up. I'm warming up to, right. you know, some, some babies. There's some cool babies out there. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out cool babies. Yeah. Shout out to the cool babies. Yeah. Yeah. So 
now we are focusing on the print shop. It's a big one. Which launched July of 2017, but made some big strides last year. Yeah. I'm proud of it. Sure. Yeah. There's a lot more to work on. We have a long way to go until we reach whatever it is that we are reaching for isn't that the isn't that so interesting (laughs) there's no like finish line right it's just like i just want to keep doing it because it's fun you put something out into the world and you know you just have to let it grow and it turns into it can turn into nothing or it can turn into something right we're gonna talk a lot more about the print shop in this episode and how we started it and why we started it and what came with starting it and how long it took to conceptualize and just push the start button so but first i want to talk about last year 2018 the 2018 you you're you think it's the best year yet yeah lots of joy i just think of joy and not the movie yeah so feeling the best year yet <laughs> um you know, I think that you're tipping the scales a little bit because of the wedding. And the, the marriage the and the whatnot. It's kind of it's hard to compete yeah. with going to a place like a Positano, uh, Italy. Mm-hmm. And For 10 days with no email. <laughs> yeah. So that, that'll that beat a lot of... Uh, moments. A lot of moments. Up from... until the wedding, it was, from what I can remember, just the busiest time in my life up until that point. It was pretty intense. Yeah. But some of it was my fault because I procrastinated on planning the wedding. And some of it was just because I said yes to too much. Well, you know, we, we, we got married, what, just a handful of months ago? Yeah. And like a ha- It was a handful. It was like between... Bennett, Bennett loves doing ranges. Between two and five months ago. Bad range. <laughs> yeah. I'm Still really good. Right. No, I'm really good at ranges. Like you can give me, like show me your kid and I'll be like, that kid's like between two and seven years old. <laughs> He's somewhere between two, the ages of two and seven for sure. Okay. So that's a good range. Yeah. So between like three and eight days ago, uh, <laughs> I had a really good dinner at this place that was, it could have been Mexican or Chinese. Yeah. So bad at ranges, good at a lot of other stuff. Thank you. A lot of other Thank stuff. You. That, that is a compliment. Okay. So I'll, I'll yeah. take it. I'm, I'm getting good at So the moral those. of this story was that we got married in August. Of 2018. Hot August nights. It was actually a little chill. Considering the season in Seattle, me thinking a year prior that it would be like the perfect time of year. Ariel uh, was born in Bellevue, Washington. As were you. I was born in Bellevue, Washington. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was raised in Redmond, Washington. Uh, Ariel was also raised in Redmond, Washington. Didn't know each other. Never met each other. Didn't see each other. She had to move to California for us to, you know, connect in a roundabout way, and uh, you know that's just a little, you know, a little touch. We have a we have we have like a star-crossed lover uh, story. Mm. It's you know it's one of the best. It's one for the ages. One of the Shel Silverstein. <laughs> one of the ultimate uh, love stories of our time. Mm. I think. Is, wow. Yeah. I've never heard you say that before. It's a pretty good one. It's a pretty good one. I am liking um, this. <laughs> a lot of Peroshkis. Oh, yeah. Our love story has more Peroshkis than most other love stories I've seen. I've, I would highly agree. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, how do we measure true love? You know. Pastry. I think it could be. That could be. That could be. Carbs. Could, could be a, a measurement. Could, I don't know. Could be carbs. 
would be a great band name could be carbs must love carbs must love dogs must love carbs (laughs) whenever i see a dog when we're out walking or i'm running i just say in my head must love dogs i love dogs maybe we'll we'll get a dog one day shout out to everyone with a dog yeah this episode brought to you by cool dogs you ever walking down the street you ever see a dog on the street you wish you could play with but you know it'd be weird cool dogs hope to see you again yeah right yeah it's pretty good so what is a highlight for you last year we touched on the wedding we touched on the honeymoon trip but can you think of anything else that changed for you or something that sticks out to you personally? Yeah. So the majority of the year from uh, last December, December of 2017 to October, I was working a job that I kind of liked. I kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. I was working in an office doing uh, like project management stuff. I'm familiar with all kinds of construction and management Yeah, and projects and, um, you know, helping find people to do work for other people, stuff like that. So I was I was pretty fortunate to be working a job that I, I didn't mind the job. I, I kind of liked the people. The commute was like seven minutes so from my easy. house. It was super easy commute. Like every, and the pay was okay. Like every factor that you measure your job by, I felt pretty good about it. Yeah. I felt pretty good about it. You know, I, did, I, I felt lucky too because usually there's always something. There's something wrong. Like you like your job, you like the pay, but the commute is horrible or you love the job, but you hate your coworkers or there, there's always, mm-hmm. there's always something usually, uh, you know, at least in my life, right? Yeah. Hey, write in if you have, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. We might have some advice to, to <laughs> yeah. help you in your, your time of need, how to deal with that. You know, it's, it's tough. Yeah. Um, how to find your way out sometimes or find your way in with the right. Uh, mentality yeah your right daily perspective might be the only change you need you don't always need to just quit you know but hey I did and it worked out um but only because I've been working with Ariel so much throughout the year on all these different projects traveling with her in my spare time and we had a plan we'd been prepping for it for about what eight or nine months maybe ten months yeah we knew that we knew it was gonna happen it wasn't it wasn't like here's a ten month plan it's more like you know, when the opportunity yeah. should arise, just take advantage of it and, you know, recognize it mm-hmm. and jump on it. Push the button. Yeah, I think I had a job scheduled and it would have required you to ask for time off. And I think that a couple or a few weeks even before that job, we sat down and we were like, okay, I think this is the time that you can, you know, quit. Yeah. So when I look back so at last year, I look back at like, I mean, I don't even know how many projects I was a part of and how many contractors I talked to and how many things I learned about all kinds of carpentry and well, all kinds yeah. of other weird projects. I can't even, I don't even know. My my head is still kind of like swimming with the knowledge I gained. Yeah. Um, Pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm really fortunate. I had, mm-hmm. I, I got the best case scenario, mm-hmm. you know, I, so I feel, I feel pretty good about it. When I look at last year, it's like the wedding was great. The honeymoon was fabulous. And having a good job for all that time, uh, that's a good one too. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. We had a good balance with that. Me working at home, him leaving the house full time. We had that balance and then it changed. But I feel like we adapted pretty well to that change. 
we work in a one-bedroom apartment together. There's one desk. Everything's out in the open for the most part, and we just we do a pretty good job co-working, I think. Yeah. 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 You know what? It takes. Um, I- I've heard this expression since I was like a little kid: is you should never work with your friends or family. Mm-hmm. I've heard that since I was a kid. Sure. Um, and there's a lot of truth in it, mm-hmm. and there's reasons for it. But all that means is you know that ahead of time. Yeah. You know, we're married. Neither one of us is going anywhere. Well, it also helps that we've been doing known this each other for 13 years. Almost half our lives. Well, yeah. So. Yeah, I think we're actually just a handful of years away. There you go again uh, with your handful. We're between like one and six years away from, uh, I think, yeah, knowing each other half, half our lives. Which, yep. Man, how about that? Pretty cool. How about that? Love you for it. No. <laughs> Love you, mean it. <laughs> Love you, babe. Love you, babe. <laughs> So how do you feel about your newish job oh, here, it's great. here at the headquarters? It's great. So here's the thing is what you might not know about the, the Ariel Vey print shop, um, just another little behind the scenes uh, piece of, of information is there's a front desk of the print shop and I'm behind it and I'm like a nice old old lady. I got all the answers. You're making it sound like a brick and mortar freestanding store. On the 48th floor. <laughs> it's not... <laughs> So, you know, people write in all the time, I'd say just about daily, um, to get advice on things, to get recommendations, to, you know, get some help and and guidance. And it's like, it was, it's just the most ridiculous thing. Like we turned from like a hobby trying to help out a couple people. That's all we had in our minds. Like, oh, we'll hook up some friends and family with some prints. Yeah. And then... We put a little bit more energy on it, a little bit more energy on it. And then over the course of the past, you know, year, year and a half, it's just kind of like a runaway, you know, train now. And it's awesome. Yeah, you know, this is a great segue because this episode is all about new beginnings. New stuff. And starting something new. Yeah. Starting something new, you know, it, we, we always look at the ending, like the end result of all the hard work. Mm-hmm. And it might seem like, oh, look at that brand new thing. That brand new thing might have taken years and years and years to yeah. come come in touch with you. Yeah. You know, someone might have been working on that for a long time mm-hmm. before you found it as this new thing. It might be might be a little old thing to, to somebody else. But the print shop was like this new thing that you created just to kind of help some people out, you know, and... Um, I had no idea what I was getting into. Yeah. Literally no idea. I still don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, honestly, I just keep doing what I enjoy doing and what I think is the right next step to take and just go with my instincts. And it's kind of, that's how it's always been. But, okay. Well, let me ask you this. When you started the print shop, yeah. what made you start it? That it was July 17th. What was... Why then? Why not the year before? Why not six months later? What was the thing that made you actually like what in yourself wanted to take it out of the, you know, closet and make Mm -hmm. it into this bigger thing? I can't think of a specific answer other than I know that everything happens when it's supposed to. I know that's kind of a cop out answer, but but. I remember, you know, well, the first thing I can think of is that I was getting a lot of questions and comments on Instagram 
on specific pictures that people liked, asking if I do printing or if there's a way to make it happen. And I was getting like maybe five to ten a week. Hmm. And it just came to a certain point of me becoming kind of impatient with myself and being like, okay, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to set a date and release this many pictures. I want the website to look like this. And it took a while to transform the website. So we ended up going from my portfolio website, which used to be weddings and portraits and all of that kind of stuff. It was slowly transitioning from that into you know, more blogging and then the print shop. And it took a long time to kind of get everything in order with that. But I set a date. And one of the biggest things is that I told people that were really important to me, like in my industry, I guess you would say, but they're definitely like people that I look up to. I told them that it was going to be on a certain day. This is other peeps on the Instagram. Yeah. People that I've met through the internet. Shout out to the Instagram peeps. Right. Making Ariel stay true to her word. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Holding me accountable. Holding her down. <laughs> but it was just this like silent deadline that I knew I'd put out there. I think we all need more of those in mm-hmm. our lives. I could not agree more. That is how stuff gets done. So that's what I did. I set a date. And it just so happens that one of my really close friends was in town that week. And right in the middle of her stay with us, visiting us, I launched the print shop. And I remember being up really late the night before. And we were going over names together. And I was super nervous. And she like... It was like naming babies. It really is. It still is. It still is. I have the longest list of obscure unique baby boy and girl names on my phone right now <laughs> like lance a lot no no that's not on there <laughs> try again let's see if you can get one uh zeus there is a zeke mm-hmm. love it that's one of the best ones love top zeke. top top seller top seller it's a top seller they're all top sellers if oh, you ask me we're not we're not keeping <laughs> The deadline thing definitely helped, even though I had a friend in town and I wanted to take work off and I just had to do it anyway. And then the next day after that, we went to L.A. and had like the best day ever and just celebrated and it was awesome. And a huge weight lifted as soon as I hit live on the site. With starting something new, do you feel a sense of intimidation or like it's been done before? Yeah, I think everyone... I anticipated a yes, and that's a yes for me, too. (laughs) Yeah, I think... Yeah. 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 Yeah, Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. You know? I think we compare ourselves to other people a lot. Big time. I think that we... You know, when you look out at the world, there's a lot out there. There's a lot of data to sift through and... There's already great musicians. There's already great journalists. There's already great everything out there. So when you're throwing your hat in the ring, it's hard not to look at the the greats that are out yeah. there and think like, well, I don't know if mine's right. going to uh, measure up. Right. You know, whatever it is I'm doing, 
am I going to measure up? And so we're already kind of putting a little doubt uh, on ourselves. And hey, you can use that as a chip on your shoulder um, to go out there and you want to prove something. Or But sometimes I think a lot of us, we get hangups. Yeah. We get blocks. It's yeah. it's human nature. I think we kind of subconsciously want a block. Yeah. We want to stop ourselves from reaching a higher point because we're really comfortable right where we're at. Oh, yeah. You know, how hard we're working, what we got going on. Like, this feels pretty good. Even if we're not super happy, we would rather deal with, like, this very normal, very understandable kind of life. Yeah. And every new thing you bring into your life, whether it's a new, it could be a new food. You know, it could be a new daily routine. Every new little thing, it can seem like it's going to throw off your whole game. Yeah. But cut to a couple months down the line, maybe a couple years down the line, you know, you could be a comp- living in a completely different situation. I agree. I've also had it come to a point where there's been something in my head for so long. So long. That it almost seems like I not already started it, but... It's almost like this fantasy that I only know about. And since I want to start it so badly, it's almost like it's hard to explain. It's almost like I know I know it's going to start. But when? Yeah. And then that feeling makes you feel like. Well, since I've committed only myself to this idea, it's okay that it hasn't started yet. I've felt that you don't need so to be, many times. Because you don't need to be accountable. Well, for what? If you're starting something that isn't a necessity, but out of joy and passion, then what is the motivation to do it other than you wanting it for yourself? Well, that's what I think that's what we're talking about. Yeah. You know, how do you push that button? How do you change that yeah. way of looking at it? I think... Where it hurts you to yeah. not pursue it. I think the deadline thing. That's huge. Is a great one. Having goals. Having, writing them down, saying them out loud. Like, Telling other people about yeah, it. Yeah, like literally take it to this next step where you wake up an hour earlier, lock yourself in a room, and knock, knock it out. Knock out that dream. Write it down. Say it out loud. Do some yoga. Do a headstand. And then have some breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. That's some sound advice. Yeah. What would you recommend for breakfast? Oh, so many things. Avocado toast. Fried egg. Just saw the new Queen movie. It was great. Thought it was great. Yeah. The movie watching experience, however, with the man taking his shoes off (laughs) and the lady chewing like every piece of popcorn like it was the last piece of popcorn. (laughs) Uh, I could have done without that. I will say, can I just say one thing? Haven't been to the movies in two and a half years, and I probably won't go back okay. for another two and a half. Here's the thing about that experience, really quick. In my head, while I was experiencing what you just described, oh yeah, I was thinking to myself, do people know what they either look like or sound no. like in certain situations no like all i could think about was like do they know that they are in public no i would i would think <laughs> that so crazy i mean i i don't think people are conscious of themselves most of the time um i'm like overly conscious of myself in public overly to a fault like yeah. i 
I've seen you. I've seen you hold the door open for like twenty minutes. <laughs> you're just like standing there. That's not what I was talking about. And you're just sure. no. You're very. You're very courteous of others. You'll go out of your way. You'll punish yourself before you'd ever have someone like look at you in public in a bad light. You know. I think there are a, a lot of people that do the same, but. I chew with my mouth closed. That is like, that, is, I, that like, is a big one. Like little piece of you know, here's a New Year's resolution for open mouth chewers. <laughs> Close your mouth. Is that is that going too too hard in the paint? I mean, let's be real. Like no one ever told you that that's the that's the way to do that. I'm just picturing a parent like going up to their like six year old and being like, "This is how you chew," and it's like uh, open. Uh, imagine like smacking them in the back of the head, like, "Dang it, Bobby!" <laughs> anyway, no, I'm not. I'm not recommending uh, you smack your child or anything like that. But definitely close your mouth while you chew. Just, I'm glad we could. I'm really glad we could take a moment to God, to just, make because that's important. Yeah. All this, you know, hey, you know, the print All shop. Print talk. shop is important. <laughs> following your dreams is important. But like, let's. People don't need to follow their dreams, but I think people do need to chew with their mouth closed. So. That's, yeah, there you go. Anyway, that's just my that's my take. Sound advice. Why do people say sound advice? What's the first thing sound, that you take away when good. you hear it? Sounds good. Does it just sound good? It just sounds good. I don't. I don't know. I don't got all the answers, Sway. I don't got all the answers. <laughs> starting something new. This episode, we talked about starting the print shop. I talked about how you know there was some scary moments some hesitation, some anxiety on my end. But all in all, I feel like since I didn't really know exactly every minute detail of what I was getting into, it kind of made it a little bit better. Does that make sense? What do you think? When there was some mystery to what you were doing, like when you didn't know what you were doing? See, I would think that that could create even more anxiety well in a sense that like i didn't even know that i didn't know it at the time you didn't know what you didn't know Mm -hmm. you didn't know all the the weird problems that were going to come from this new thing could have never guessed in a million years what certain things would come up (laughs) that came up last year that's a tough it's a tough road but i feel like as we've gotten older throughout our 20s it's become less and less of a choice and more and more of just like a physical, like get up, go oh, and yeah. do it, I've, get it done and I move on. Ever since I started my main business, like years and years ago, my photography business, no matter if I was doing weddings or whatever, portraits, anything, I always just had this like instinct. It was almost like an involuntary reaction every morning to just do it. Because I was so used to it. And I knew that if I didn't, nothing was going to come from it. I had to pay the bills. Pay the bills. Student loans. Student loans. Fannie Mae. <laughs> Sally Mae. Sally Mae. Turned into Navient. Whatever. <laughs> One of those guys. Hey, shout out to, to those guys. You know, without them, um, I, I got nothing. Yeah. I got nothing. That's really how a big thing comes about is very little steps 
and sometimes when we look at things, look at the big scope, look at the the whole year, the whole calendar, and you or you look at all the all the projects you got going on, it can be overwhelming. Oh yeah. And so the trick is, don't get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. But also, it's not everyone even ha- is afforded the opportunity. Yeah. You know, life has a really funny way of not helping people out. Like life isn't going to do you any favors. Mm -hmm. You're not randomly going to run into the right person. You're not randomly going to get the right job. It's not random. It's not life. Isn't just some beautiful little stream that you're on your little paddle canoe. And it's just taking you to a rainbow with a pot of gold at the end. You know, it sounds lovely. Oh yeah. It sounds, sounds really great, but that's not how the world is. It just isn't the only way you get to where you want to go. You got to build the boat. Mm-hmm. You got to build the canoe. Then you got to build the river. And then you got to drive down the river and, and fly into the and, thing. Go like, to the gas station and get your Fill snacks. her up, please. To give me 20 <laughs> on pump three, you know. And then you got to go to the job meeting and the interview. And you got to, and you don't get it. And you go to another one. Yeah. And then maybe you get it and the job is good and your boss is a jerk. It's like yeah. you got to, you got to cut your teeth a million different ways and especially it's like no matter where you're at on the timeline, it's not easy. Yeah. And um, so over time, though, you keep on banging your head against the wall. All of a sudden, it doesn't hurt as much. And you're going to just keep banging away until you knock the wall down. You know, you get and in a- my case, I probably will run into the wall just um, by chance physically because I'm accident prone. True. Yeah. Well, this is more of like a metaphorical wall, but, you know, it's okay. I did want to add that the people that came into my life that weren't good to me, maybe people that hired me or whatever. Oh, you're saying like bad (laughs) work experiences when I was freelancing. Well, I am still freelancing, um, but I appreciate them so much because... It just made me have thicker skin. We're talking about the haters then. We're talking about the haters. I mean, not talking even, about the difficult. The thing about them is that they're not even um, haters necessarily. It's just that they're not great at well, <laughs> being people. <laughs> I look at it like this. You're going to walk. You're going to your life. Dear listener, you're going to have a bunch of people out there that that. Hey, maybe they are going to hold the door open for you. And maybe yeah. they are going to pat you on the on the bum and say, mm-hmm. hey, you did great, kiddo. You know, may, maybe you'll be blessed to have a whole life filled with nothing but those kind of people. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, the reality is that ain't the world. We live in a place where no one really cares and everyone's out to get what they can get. And you just got to make the best of it. Also, think about think about in your head right now the top three people that you admire most. Those three people have had the worst days where they were treated like garbage by someone else professionally or otherwise, and it made them who they are. And it's hard to picture, like, the person that you admire so much in a really tough situation for me, it is anyway. I'm kind of... Do you oh, know what I mean? Oh, totally. No, it's it's at the end of the day, one of the most valuable things you can have in life and in business and in relationships is to have the awareness and have some thick skin. You know, yeah. y- you get to build yourself up. 
don't let somebody else take you down from for anything. Yeah. There's no good reason for someone else to take you off your cloud. Oh, I have I have been there. I remember coming home from like the littlest thing. Yeah, I just have a quick quick little story. I remember coming home from a job and they basically scoffed at my agreement that I had sent them and it was for photography work and not to get into too much detail but it was just like super degrading it made me feel about five inches tall so when you say they scoffed at the agreement did they like did that was it a money thing or was it like the work you gave them like what do you mean they scoffed at it just like maybe I mean, I can't really get into a ton of detail. Okay, yeah, yeah. But what they were saying was just rude and unnecessary. Even looking back now, like this was maybe five or six years ago. Looking back now, I'm thinking to myself like, okay, this is still not valid at all, what they were telling me. But I walked away from that just feeling so horrible and small and stepped on and I remember calling you on my way home just in tears and you probably just talked me up and were like you're gonna you know this is gonna give you some thicker skin I'm a good cheerleader yeah yeah you basically you told me that I would take something from that situation and turn it into something good for myself and now looking back every situation moving forward that was similar to that has done that for me like i stand up for myself now and can actually take it in person <laughs> well and it's never easy in the moment yeah i think if that you... doesn't really happen anymore yeah though well i think now yeah you've you've it'll happen again yeah you know? i got taken advantage of quite a few times sure when i was younger you know i think we're all we all kind of work with being naive sometimes yeah. in business. You or, learn. You, know, and you, you learn. You definitely learn. Yeah. The goal is to learn. You know, the goal is to, hey, that didn't feel good. I don't want to feel that again. Yeah. But I think we all get, uh, we all need criticism. We all need people in our lives that it. are pushing you a little bit harder than you push yourself. Yeah. And it might not be because they're like, they love you. It mm-hmm. might be because they, you know, they need more from you than you gave or they or maybe they're just kind of like a horrible person or there's a million reasons with their reasons don't matter. The fact is they're pushing you. They're, they're making you struggle with your own ideas and, and what you what you gave them or whatever it is. Yeah. And it might seem super annoying. Oh, yeah. Depending on the situation. I have been there so many times where I was just like, why why do you think that you can tell me how to do things or how this should look or be? But it was just because in that moment, I I wanted so badly to, deep down, without knowing it, I wanted to learn, but I just wasn't letting it in. And I've learned over time that I just, you know, it's so much easier to take the advice and the constructive criticism and run with it. I think... If anyone looks back at their life, especially if you've been working a job for a while or, you know, school works too, you know, like college and I'd say even, you know, high school can get intense. You know, there's parts of high school that can get intense, but um, yeah, yeah. so there's, there are these moments that you remember looking back and you're not going to really remember when everything was going 
really smooth or really well. You know, what you remember is those big successful moments or the or the times when you were set back, you know, when you were when you were knocked down. I worked a, a concrete job for a number of years and I was just with my old boss recently. And when we're chatting about it, we don't talk about the hundreds of jobs that we did that turned out beautiful, beautiful money ace in the bank got off early eating ice cream by two in the afternoon you know uh, or having a beer whatever um we don't really think or or talk about those we talk about the four or five jobs that were horrible yeah that that you know that are burned into burned into our freaking skulls because (laughs) we we but all of those jobs that we changed yeah i changed I was so impacted by them. My boss, he changed. He changed how he operated his business. And it wasn't like it was something we did or didn't do. It was just, it was bound to happen. You know, we're rolling down the street and we're going to hit a speed bump. You know, that's what life is going to provide is an opportunity to either then accept it, learn from it, grow from it, all the positives, or you let it completely take a hold of you and mess with you and shake you up. And I know a ton of people like that, too, where when they get criticism, when things don't go as planned, they get pretty shaken up about it, yeah. you know, and they they need a lot of time to work past it and uh, figure it all out. So um, I would encourage anybody to always keep that awareness. You got to be aware. You got to know that, hey. You're going to get through it. You're going to get past yeah. it, whatever the situation is. And the worse the situation, the more memorable it's going to be and the bigger the, the lesson is. So, you know, don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid of anything, really, because the worst things that can happen to you in business or if you put yourself out there in whatever it is, maybe it's a creative thing, you always get something really cool from it. Yeah. You know, there's there's zero examples of it not giving you something that you can use in the future. Yeah. So the sooner that you just go for it and push the button and, you know, jump into to the spaceship and start trying to fly, then, you know, the sooner you do that, the better, because then you just, you just jumpstart. You can jumpstart a, a completely different life for yourself. Yeah. I love a good spaceship. Yeah. I'm picturing like the, the Jetsons kind of spaceship yeah, yeah, here, yeah. like futuristic, uh, like a, but also yeah. 70s. What was the name of... The Jetson kid that you Elroy. said. Elroy. Elroy. You like I, that one? Yeah, Elron. that's on the print list. Elron. Elroy. Coming, coming soon. Elroy. That's a good one. Yeah. 2019. Yeah. It's. <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, man. I know. You know. <laughs> what What do you. What, where are you supposed to. Like, where? what are you supposed to do? Turn 30. You're turning 30 this year? Yeah. Shout out to everyone that's turning 30 this 89. year. 89. If you're born in 89, you're turning 30 this year. 1989. I know. And when's your birthday? April 19th. Do you share your birthday with anyone cool or special? Um, I know right off the bat, James Franco. It's pretty good. That's about it. I share it with Jackie Chan, so I feel like I win that exchange. Um, nope. But it's debatable. Nope. It's definitely debatable. Mm, depends on who you're talking to. <laughs> Jackie Chan has made way more movies. But James Franco is like so well-rounded. Well, you know what? There also there's an age difference. Let James live to as long as you know Jackie. That's true. And we'll, That's true. Okay. We can catch up. 
He's got time to catch When's up. When's your birthday? April 7th? April 7th, mm-hmm. 1988. Mm-hmm. You already celebrated your 30th. I gave you a scavenger hunt first yeah. thing in the morning. Yeah. I'm 30. I, I kind of like being 30. I feel 30. I feel mm-hmm. like I look 30. Uh, it's like a perfect, like, my the graph of how I feel, look, act. Everything combines to be... Uh, Just got married. Approximately 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I am looking forward to turning 30. I think that... I feel, I feel like more years have gone by than I've lived. I feel like I should be 30 by now. (laughs) That's what it feels like. (laughs) I feel like I've been tired since like 2011. Well, I've done a lot of growing up. It happens when you, you know, when you're your own boss and you're kind of running your own show. My 20s were the biggest learning experience ever obviously i mean i don't know anyone that would say differently i don't know anyone that's like my biggest growth was done between 10 and 17 like what it's probably your 20s so 2019 is looking very i'm very optimistic for things that i don't expect right now i think that things are going to come up that i would never have imagined because that's what happens every year I have a good question for you. Yeah. Do you think that there are people out there, young people or otherwise, that hold themselves back that are great at something because of how our generation is online and with being public? I think that's a big piece of it. I think that uh, the dependency... And we'll never know. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a lot of veritables. You know, there's a lot of things that are coming as a result of the social media, the the cell phone, the we don't really know. Mm-hmm. We don't know all of um, the fallout that's going to come from it. But I can theorize and I've read a, I've read a lot of articles about this, too, and heard people much, much smarter than me talk about. Um, yeah, there's a direct impact. Yeah. You know, and. While it's simultaneously, I think, like our culture and society is making it seem like it's harder to do things, put yourself out there and be vulnerable and be really authentic and all that stuff. At the same time, I think it's easier now than ever. You know, it's easier now than ever to to do what you want to do because the information is all out there. I mean, whatever you want to be in life, someone's already done it. You can follow a million different footsteps to get to where you want to be. Yeah, I was just um, answering an email. Someone sent me a really sweet message and then kind of was asking me just a few questions about how I got started. She said that she watched my How I Got Started YouTube video, which um, is on my YouTube channel if you want to get into that. But there were some specific questions about whether or not to go to art school or you know, what I think she should do right now, like what my opinion is right now. And I found myself coming back to the fact that there are so many resources online that I didn't have when I was starting out. And school was the answer. That was the only answer, you know? Yeah. So that was kind of my recent thought with that. Um, I just kept coming back to the fact that like, there is a YouTube tutorial on virtually anything. Literally anything. 
So get creative, guys, because <laughs> so, it's out there. <laughs> so you're saying if you could go back and do it again, and the resources that are available now are available then, you I don't you know. you would maybe forego going to a art school and just tr- trying to grind it out your own way. The thing about going to a school, I went to art institute versus teaching yourself things online on a YouTube video or whatever, is that I had a bunch of people, you know, kind of holding me down with these deadlines because you're in school. You're paying a ton of money to be there and learn. And then it's just this rigorous schedule that is, you know, motivating you to show up. And you're kind of, in a sense, like competing with your classmates. They kind of always made it like a, not like an obvious competition. But they said who was the best. Yeah, like we would have certain classes where we would put all of our work at the front in a pile. The teacher would shuffle the different images that we had printed out, like our final project. And then he would lay them out on the front against the whiteboard and we would do a, like a blind vote for our favorite and someone would always get it. And it's like, that is definitely competition. Yeah. Um, but we all loved each other and we were very close because our program was so small. But So working in, in the arts in a creative field, you got taught about competition. Mm-hmm. You got taught about accepting critici- criticism. Mm-hmm. There's more. There's the fact that no one else in my life could have given me the constructive criticism that I got by going to that school. Like, I feel like that's what I paid for. Looking back now, like at this time in my life, I paid for someone to tell me how to make it better. Because now every single time that I turn in a project or even post an Instagram, I am like, you know, really looking at the details and you know, that can be to a fault. Like I can take a really long time with certain things. Certain things don't take a long time, but as long as I think that it is acceptable, (laughs) like I got taught to do it again until it's right. So in that sense, I'm classically trained from like a commercial standpoint. Classy broad. But you know, it's, it depends on your financial situation. It depends on your situation at home. Like if I were to do it again now, I'd really have to analyze, like, did I, did I grow an Instagram because of going to school? I don't know. Well, so would it be different now? Here's the trick, too. Here's the trick. You know, people of all backgrounds mm-hmm. and, and you know, places in life, time frames and all this, they could look at what you got going on and go, you know what? I, that, that looks pretty good. Yeah. Maybe. I want a little piece of that for myself. Right. And I'm just going to, I'm going to. I want to say, hey, how'd you do what you did? I want to do it too. And if you can go to school, if you can afford to go to school and be taught by someone that's been doing it for their whole life, then that's probably going to be the way to go. But it's not like it's, there is no one way to get there. Or at this point, I feel like considering how much my specific program was at the time, I don't know what's changed with it. Obviously, social media has kind of, taken over and I'm sure their photography program is a little bit different now but with how much that was at that time you could probably pay someone in private to mentor you and either get better results 
more focused, you know, a more are focused you, Are you offering experience. your services right now? Well, no, because I'm doing other things. Maybe one day? Maybe one day, yeah. That yeah. would be really cool. Open, but, up, open up the Ariel Vey Photography School? No. Why not? I would really have to think hard and long about that. I'll work registration. It's okay. I'll be like the cool guy at the registration office. I would like to do some sort of fun, like retreat or class or workshop again i did one once with my friend jill and it was a blast we learned a lot and people that walked away said they learned a lot so that's good but you know it's all about the timing of your life what exactly you want to do because my degree is in commercial photography which is like the kind of stuff that you would see like flipping through the pages of a magazine and you see like a high-end ad on a page of a magazine and obviously that's not even close to what I'm doing I'm doing digital you know social media assets for other companies that they use for all kinds of marketing purposes and then a lot more so I guess you know I guess it depends on how you look at it but I learned studio, I learned film, digital, but in terms of you really taking hold of what kind of education you want to have when you start something new, it's kind. Of, there are so many resources now that it's hard to say what to do because there's a lot available. Also, being 18 and going into that was super intense and moving, you know, 1,200 miles away from home at 18. That was intense. Well, you learned a ton. We'll uh, we'll get into that more in a yeah. different episode. You definitely. learned a lot right there just by moving out of the house oh, and yeah. paying for your own toilet paper. Oh, yeah. Well, that just about wraps it up. Does it? Yeah, I okay. think so. <laughs> well, that was fun. So fun. We're so excited to start this and come at you every Tuesday with a new episode. Every Tuesday, you, you can kick your feet up. And uh, count on us. Count on us to, to try and bring you a little bit of, of joy to your day. Um, so, what do you think? Is I that think good? It was, yeah. Is that good? Yeah. Right. I hope everyone else likes it too, you guys. Well, it doesn't really, doesn't really matter how we have a podcast. We think. Yeah, it doesn't really matter what we think. I guess it matters what you guys think. Yeah. So, hey, we appreciate all the support thus far. New episodes coming every Tuesday. If you got a question, a concern in your life, you think that maybe you may man ban it or, you, you know, Ariel over here, maybe we got something. We got something for you. Yeah, we can reach, reach out. Yeah, reach out all oh. about it podcast at gmail.com. That's a, an email address or our new website that I fiddled with and built up into its colorful form. All about it podcast.com. Yeah, and there's a form on the contact page where you can hit us up with your questions or comments. If you have a comment, that's a place to go. Mm-hmm. Also, questions too. So yeah. if you have a question about yourself, <laughs> your life, yeah. maybe it's like you're, maybe you're just, you don't know, but you have this like, maybe thought you're thinking about it. Let us know. Cause we're probably going to, we're probably going to want you to do it. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you later.